This is the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast for Monday, August 31st, 2020. Just a fantastic amount of news to talk to you about today, and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about what's happening here on the farm. I want to start by talking about a project we uh, took on this past weekend that uh, amazed me. I have absolutely no skills when it comes to building anything, but I'll talk a little bit about why we looked at this sort of method to help bees uh, get through the winter. Talk a little bit about the, again, the uh, wildflower report for the farm and also the hive report. So let's start with the project we did. Um, this week, uh, it became, I did more and more research on the winter because, you know, I only had three hives last year and lost them all in the winter. And when I uh, lost them, it was obvious that there was just tons of water inside these hives. Um, and it wasn't about honey. They all had a lot of honey. It was about water, so uh, moisture. So I've been spending a lot of time looking at a solution and... Um, there's a blog I suggest you read called Honeybee Sweet, S-U-I-T-E, S-U-I-T-E, by Rusty is his name. And I kept reading his blogs and looked at more information. And sure enough, he came up with a, he has a form, a, pl- a process to help with the moisture problem in hives. And here's what you do. In this case, you take uh, four boards cut to the size of the hive you're going to put them on. So you're going to put uh, the boards, um, attach the boards together so that underneath you, you put a screen. And inside that uh, screen, you put uh, pine shavings. And you drill a couple of holes with, again, screen on them so no insects can get in or other varmints. And that allows for ventilation. And then you put that on top of the uh, top box in your hive and then put the roof on. So spent uh, a day on Saturday working on this. and actually made two of them for two of the hives that have a funny size. One is a nuke and one is a partial uh, regular size. So they're, they're kind of different sizes, so we had to make them custom because I did order 25 of these. Uh, they look a bit like a hive box, but they're much, much narrower and smaller. To hold the screen, we're going to have to put a screen on them like you would have on your, your window screen and also drill the holes to be able to allow ventilation. So I'm very excited about this. We put the first two on the other day that we made, and, you know, it all seems fine. I went in the other day and had to just open the lid without uh, affecting the bees, and, you know, saw that and thought, this is this is quite good. Uh, so hopefully it will help our bees um, get, through, uh, get through the winter. Today I got an email back from uh, a company that I had purchased a... Um, Top bar hives. We we purchased our our top bars uh, from the company, and it's just a fantastic company. Um, and they helped me understand uh, what it is um, we need to do. And, and the the idea being that there's a great deal of um, there is a great deal of existing um, ventilation in a top bar hive. And Brian from Innis philcreekhoney.com responded and told me that really you don't need ventilation it's cold that's the problem so in a top bar hive and I've had some if you go to uh, wildflowerbeefarm.com you'll see some of the pictures of the top bar hive and even on Instagram remember to follow (coughs) excuse me it's not COVID it's just a raspy voice if you go to to Instagram and follow us you'll see some pictures of our top bar hives and What it talks about is the fact that in a top bar hive, there's a great deal of actual ventilation that goes on. So we're farm wildflower bee is our our actual, I guess, tag or how you get a hold of us on Instagram. 
And the point of all that is, he said, Brian said from com. he said, the uh, ventilation is not a problem with the top bar highs, but it could be because of, um, you got to protect for the cold. So what I thought I would do, and this is kind of a crazy idea. I have these, these hemp sheets that we use to grow microgreens of kale in our um, urban cultivator. It's a small um, sort of uh, way to grow microgreens for salads in your kitchen. And they ca- you, you purchase these um, mats made out of hemp, and they, they're used as basically the hydroponic base for these um, microgreens. So I thought, well, why not try it? So we're going to put some of these mats on on the top part of the top bar hive and then put close the roof back up. So I'm going to try that to help with a bit of insulation and also should there be any need for any moisture sort of collection that, that will protect the bees. So that's the exciting part of, of that aspect of the weekend work. Now, when the other, uh, I guess, uh, square frames come this week, uh, hopefully soon, and I ordered those from Dancing Bee, the Dancing Bee Company in Canada. We will be putting the screens. We already have the screens cut. Mary did that. We're going to drill holes in the side and put in the um, screens on the side to stop um, insects from getting in, and then we're going to install them on all the hives for the winter. Pretty exciting. Now, we will take a few of them and use conventional moisture collection sort of products. I did purchase different things to try to collect moisture, but we'll also be using the majority of which will be the pine shavings that are similar to what it seems. We actually got a a pet store, never been to a pet store, that you may use to put a bedding down for your animal. So it's going to be fun and exciting and interesting. Still no word on the status of the um, the new products from home except that we'll be providing electronic monitoring that we're going to be testing as soon as we get that we'll let you know uh, but again it's a, it's exciting times here did a walk on the farm again the other day looked at the land it's going to be tricky because we have to work up the soil pretty soon to be able to seed the prairie grass wildflowers in the fall and it's going to be tough because the red crimson clover is it's just starting to take off there are a number of wildflowers that, that took off and are starting to bloom. So having to disc that up to be able to plant the the wild uh, flower seed is going to be painful. So I'm going to wait as long as I can to do that. The bees are absolutely flying everywhere to collect uh, the uh, still a significant amount of uh, sweet white clover. Probably over half has gone into seed because they've done such a good job in pollinating. There's going to be a huge amount of seed that's going to come off and it'll just fall and... Uh, you know, repopulate, which is very exciting. Uh, On top of that, we have um, more and more work going on. When you, we had a hive, we thought swarm and move into one of our log hives. Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look like that's the case. This time of the year, it's very difficult for any swarm to survive the winter because they just don't have enough time to be able to, um, you know, create the resources they need to survive the winter. So we're hoping that um, eventually uh, we get to that point. Uh, in the spring, we'll be well set up to collect and 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 catch a number of hives. So so that's basically the hive report. The hives are doing well. We still see a, a quite a bit of bearding, and I think part of that has to do with the temperature and not having the um, the um, what are called moisture pillows installed yet. There isn't enough ventilation in those highs, and hopefully this week we'll be able to correct that, and I'll be able to report to you on that. 
This week at PIReporters.com, there's a short video clip of me working on a hive where, again, it was queenless. All our hives are now either, um, you know, have been combined that don't have a queen, doing exceptionally well. And I go through a bit of an explanation of how I do that. Um, quite amazed at how they just continue to grow and expand, giving all the resources they have here at the farm. And a final thought <clears throat> we've noticed, and if you check us out on Instagram, there are more and more, you know, pollinators, wild wild pollinators that we see on the farm from bumblebees to carpenter bees to different types of wasps to all kinds of insects and wildlife that's coming back because we've again turned our 50 acres back over to nature and we're sort of helping it along the way so i'm henry from the wildflower bee farm that's the podcast for this week i look forward to speaking with you again shortly have an amazing day